Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us uh, over here at the Challenge Fandom Podcast. I'm going over my words already, so you know it's going to be a great episode. Um, got myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony, Stats, and Info Lamp. And then we've got Katie, Bad Blood. <laughs> oh, and, and I got the last ooh, name right. You did. You got it right. We'll see if you get rid of me. Yeah. Oh, it depends. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might be a little inebriated. <laughs> just a tad. So, obviously, if you're listening to us on, you know, Apple or Spotify um, and not YouTube, you realize or don't realize that there's no video with this. But We've had some issues with the host, so we're trying some new things, and as soon as we get it figured out... By host, he means recording site, not the host of the show. Yeah, sorry if I'm not clear on that. Um, We have a host with TJ Levin. A host? Yeah, I can't talk. We we do have a host in TJ Levin. Oh, man. Yes, we do. Yeah, her camera follows her. I I love that. It's driving me nuts. Oh, you do? It's freaking me out. Cool. (laughs) I wish mine did that. I mean, it can if you just stay in frame. Why are we doing this? We're live. We're live. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. And audio only. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm sad you guys do not have video this week. (laughs) All of a sudden. But it's our fault, but it's too bad for you. (laughs) Anyways, what about this episode? (laughs) Yeah, classic statement. With all of that being said, um, we should have this all figured out if everything goes well tonight by next week, and we'll be back on video. Wish us luck. So, yeah, exactly. But with that being said, like I said, we're here to break down Challenge 39, Episode 8, struggling to hold it together, man. There we are. Fine. Who knows? We don't know right now. Yeah, it's it's a tough world out there. But, you know, thankfully the challenge is there to provide that distraction that we all want. With, with shitty titles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, would it be the challenge without shitty titles? Mm. It's almost like the novelty of it now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Not this season, at least. I guess all I can really say is that I, I guess I just have to be happy that the titles no longer give away what happens in the episode. Because that's yeah. how they used to do it yeah. back, like. Mm-hmm. And when I say old school, I mean like actual old school, oh. like you know, one through like twelve or thirteen Episode or something like that. Seven, yeah. Cyrus goes home. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they always they were shit like that. Or well, I guess they did it in USA too because there were certain episodes that was like one of them was named after Tiffany, and, and that Tiffany was the episode. That was the one she yeah. went home, and you know, like sometimes they give it away in the in the in the title. In the title. Well, and apparently this week, Amazon Prime screwed it up for a whole bunch of people. Oh, yeah. Because they they put the the, um, eliminated players, like, extended thought bullshit at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a short little, I think that's like how I understood what I was reading online was that it was just like a short little, like, frame a couple frames and then it's flipped to the tj you know tj saying like you know less time on or whatever the hell he says but yeah it uh it, it literally showed showed a uh, big t at the very at the very beginning of the episode before it even actually started i was like what foreshadowing it was foreshadowing guys. It was like 10 shadowing <laughs> one thing i wanted to bring up uh, from the intro of this was 
we see Michelle J. Olivia and Emmanuel talking, right, about who they want to vote in mm, for mm. Them, uh, after the date. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've kind of noticed, like, out of this alliance, this giant alliance of, like, ride or dies and knowing each other from the actual flagship. SLA, yeah. You're starting to see divisions in this. And they're crossing lines. It's yes. not just, like, all ride or dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know it foreshadows a little bit into what happens later in the episode where all of a sudden Jay and Michelle are talking about, like, hey, there's going to come a time where we're going to have to take shots at one another, which is what we all wait for every season. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But what did you think of these? Uh, it's Jay, Michelle, Olivia, Manuel talking about Jay saying Zara is like one of the main threats as, as the women for the final. And I think that's an accurate statement. What do you guys think? I mean, he's not wrong. Oh, yeah. I think she's totally up. Yeah. She's up there. She's so athletic. She only lost to Kaz by a couple of minutes. So Yeah, exactly. You know. And by a couple, I'm pretty sure I mean two. In yeah, her uh-huh. rookie season, too. Yeah. So now with that experience, mm-hmm. how much better she's going to be and well, more prepared. And not to mention the fact that she mm-hmm. had some time on Worlds with Wes, with Wes mm-hmm. of all people. And learned what not to do. Yep. You know, and I am sure. Yeah, yep. learned what not to do. <laughs> Always do all the steps. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just skip the step and hope that the time don't do that. Yeah. Um. You know. But that being said, y'all know Wes 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 coached her while they were there together because that's mm-hmm. just that's the most Wes thing that Wes could do. Yeah. So yeah. you know she she mm-hmm. she might have a little bit more like you know street knowledge as far as the challenge goes than. Somebody, you know, yep. who has played equivalent time as she has. Yeah. Now, I I do have a, a proper question yeah. for you guys. I actually did my my question homework. Oh. Uh, so for you guys, as well as for the listeners, too, there, there's been talk this episode specifically about how they're using the vets. So there's talk about going in to defend the money and try to keep it away from the vets. There's also at least two instances of mm-hmm. them talking about weaponizing the vets to take out their competition so they don't eventually mm-hmm. have to go in against them, presumably right. in the next section. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the best course of action? Do you think it's better to send in your competition and have them sent home by the vets, losing $10,000 every time that they do and hope that you can gain it back? Or... Do you try to make it so that you're sending people in that you know have a decent shot of coming back into the house, but protecting your money? Um, me personally, um, both. Yeah. Both B O A F. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I would probably like whoever I feel my biggest competition is. I would sell it to them. Like, hey. We trust you to go in and protect this money from CT, from car, from whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, so we, we're going to send you in. But like, you got to save our money, bro. you got to save our money and bring it back. But secretly, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they lose down there. That's just my like cover. And it's that balance because you have to, mm-hmm. if you're sending somebody in under the guise of protecting your money, then right. you have to frame it in a way that they're not coming back into the house pissed off at you. Right, exactly. Because then you're getting because if you think about it, your biggest competition and the people best suited to protect your money against these champions are probably the same people. 
Yeah. You know, they're the strongest ones in the house. Mm -hmm. So why not yep. get them down there? Like you said, under the guise of, you know, we don't want you to go home. We just, you're the one that we trust to save our yeah. money. We're sick of losing money and you're the one we trust. Like you have to go mm -hmm. and do this for us. And you're CYA, you're, you know, on, on both sides because potentially your biggest competition is going home. And if they don't, then at least they're not coming in, you know, shooting bullets at you. Yeah, um, no. I think with the element of the chaos pull, it really doesn't matter. You just throw down who you would throw down normally and you hope it's lucky where you get in a man well and a Corey lay. So you have a higher chance of someone, a big competitor going home and saving or saving $10,000. I mean, which, which one's more important in the long run? I mean, and that's kind of what I mean. To yeah. me, well, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut yeah. you off. I was just going to say, I mean, honestly, I would rather win $376,000 instead of $406,000 and not have to run against Jake or Corey and Emmanuel or Horacio. That's what you I was going to say, too, especially because TJ at the very, the very episode one, he's already explained the three stages to them and that in the last stage, you will have a chance to recuperate some of the money. Yeah. So the money that they didn't win in the dailies to like add to their bank, I am sure that they're going to have opportunities. They're going to have opportunities to add money to their bank again, probably through dailies or whatever. So get rid of your competition now against the mercenaries while you can make back as much money as yeah. you can, but make sure that when you step into that final, that no matter what that final prize is, you have the best shot of being the one walking away. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because of the chaos element, it's such a variable that it almost makes a certain oh, yeah. amount of trying to plan this out and execute it. So difficult. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because Exactly, Emmanuel yeah. and Corey Lake. The best opportunity to take out another champ are those two guys outside of probably Horacio and maybe Jay. Yep. Right. And it ends up being yeah. Devin and Callum. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he gets to pick whoever he wants. Right. So it's just an interesting... It's like the hopper, right? Mm -hmm. it, it gives it that level of randomness yeah. that I think makes it interesting. I agree. Yeah. Um. One thing that I did find interesting, too, was that Big T's FaceTime was to Kyle and his son. I love that moment. Dude, I, I miss Kyle so freaking much. If we could have just got Kyle and Devin on the same episode, it would have been almost perfect. It would have been great. I, yes. Yeah, it would have been Touching great. Touching tips. I miss I'm, Kyle. Why is, he, why is Kyle not <laughs> on this season? Like, why is Kyle, I, I, I know that he's yes. probably filming, it was probably his, you know, Jordy Shore stuff and family stuff and kids and get married and Business. he's been, you know, he's been, he's been doing his thing. I, I totally get it. But still, like, as a fan, why the fuck is Kyle not on this season? We missed you. <laughs> yeah, man. You told me you were coming back, Kyle. What the hell? Yeah. You literally told me you were going to come back. And I was expecting it to be this season. Damn it. I do have a question, though, speaking about Kyle. He did say to Big T that if he were in the house, he would be protecting her. Do we think that he really would? Or would he be being Kyle? As, as long as it benefits him. No. <laughs> no, that's wouldn't. that was my exact where, where would it benefit him no. they're, they're the smallest <laughs> alliance in the house they have nobody backing them up everybody's after them everybody's uh -huh. annoyed with them and the thing about kyle is like and it's the thing that mm -hmm. makes me love watching him on tv is he don't give a fuck 
Yeah, no. like he doesn't get he will lie and and no. and you know like I don't want to say cheat and steal, but you guys know what I mean. Lie, cheat yeah. and steal his way to the end. It, like it's just that's how Kyle plays. Yeah, and he knows that they still need to send him home. He treats it like a game. Yeah. Weird. That's why we love him. And the thing is, is Kyle is unassuming because of his personality, but he is a fucking threat. Yeah. Yeah. Probably should have beat CT mm-hmm. in Spies, Lies, and Allies. <laughs> I mean, and I hate to say that it's a CT fan, but him and Tori got there quick. They just fucked mm-hmm. up on the code. Yeah. Yeah. Where, mm-hmm. you know, of course we say mm-hmm. whoever was partnered with CT was going to win that. But, yeah. I mean, that's going down a rabbit hole. Anyways, um, <laughs> the fucking wildest shit, though, was like Corey's and Melissa's conversation. Oh, like, my God, dude. Like, please trust me again. Like, what? Oh. It, it, uh, like, uh, first of all, the uh, okay, so you have the situation that you had in nominations, right? And then you guys both, like, blow up and have mm-hmm. this really stupid, ugly, yeah. awkward moment. And then... After the elimination, then then you're gonna go confront Corey about it after you just talked about what a big piece of shit he is. First of all, why why Melissa? He just humiliated you. Humiliated you. Mm-hmm. Why even, in- even? She even said it. Yeah, you humiliated me. But okay, I'll push past that. All right. So she goes and confronts him, trying for I don't know what, like trying to salvage the relationship. I, like I don't understand, but okay. And Corey says to her. That he hopes he can earn her trust back someday. And I was like, what? No. Not today. No. He said someday. The fucking audacity. Okay. I'm going to deem that as negative Red Rider as <laughs> it's been almost six or nine months since they got done filming and they're still yelling well, at each other on Twitter. My thing is, is like, I, I understand when you have these issues in the game. And I'm not saying like, you know, Corey's a bad person at all by any means. You know, I, I love the that watching him play this season. It's just like it's literally like the next day or within like a day or two of what just happened at nominations. And it's like to just have the fucking like I said, just the audacity to say that comment to the person you just fucking blew up their whole uh-huh. game in front of everybody. Uh, it's just like, oh, my God. Poor me. But he did finally, he admitted last week, we were wondering if he was like just playing around and and if he had actually sided with the U.S. or if he was like in the middle playing both sides and just got caught. And he admitted, he's like, oh, well, I got caught. Yeah, I was playing both sides. And he did also say, though, that Michelle was the only one that knew that he was getting information from Melissa and Big Uh T. But so why didn't she stand up and and support him? Be like, yeah. Would you? Melissa... Or Michelle wouldn't stand up for anyone outside of probably Jay. Plus, in that situation, with that much, Mm -hmm. like, animosity being thrown around, do you really want to be like, no, he told me after... No, I don't. I don't mean like in that situation. I just mean like with the alliance, like when they were all talking about, oh, he's being shady. He's being shady. Yeah, why is he talking to Melissa? Why is he talking to Big T? Why does she just be like, he's getting information for us guys like just chill the fuck out he probably, you know what he, i mean but um, she might have and just they just edited. didn't listen yeah, yeah. at the cutting room floor or That's yeah true. or they didn't want to use it because it didn't work with the narrative of Corey yeah. and melissa i mean yeah here's the thing mm-hmm. though like yeah Corey blew up his game a little bit but the confession not a little bit a lot of it but the confessional <laughs> where he's talking about it like 
Corey understands how this game works. It's not like he blew up his game and has mm-hmm. no idea what happened. He knows exactly what happened. He knows yeah. what he did and he knows what he has to do. And that's what I like about watching Corey play is he'll get himself into a situation and then he'll figure out how to get himself out of it rather than that situation being his entire storyline for the entire time that he's on the show. The most redeeming part of what happened is that it happened on episode eight and not like episode 16 or 17. Yeah. You know, assuming this is a 22 season episode. 20, 22. yeah, Yeah, somewhere in there. One thing I really loved about this episode was the daily. I did like the daily. I I loved this. Daily. They reused the tower from the car yeah, the yeah. car math episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. The fact that they called it Tower of Power, I was about that. Yeah, it was a good name. It was a good title. <laughs> I was, was like, good. all right, yeah, yes. let's fucking go. Uh-huh. I I really liked this one. Yeah, I liked this one a lot. Obviously, there was a crap ton of, you know, um, not so fast references. Um, but uh-huh. nothing like it. <laughs> but we not- needed like a counter for the <laughs> amount of times that Jay brought up CT and him beating him. <laughs> I was going to say, it definitely wasn't like a not so fast, but it was very similar to what Jay did against yes. CT. I'm not sure exactly what that was called. When- Wednesday morning. There was one of like the many challenge Twitter accounts that posted something along the lines of you all are going to be so pissed at Jay when you hear about how he was talking about CT on this episode. And I listened. So I like I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to put on my defending Jay hat, which is really just my stay loco hat that I wear every week. But at the same time, I watched it and I was like, okay, so. I wrote it all down simply because I was like, I need somebody else to verify this for me because I am obviously biased towards Jay. He talked about playing against CT and then he explained how he won by way of like doing the chains rather than the ropes. He said that everyone on the other team would have lost to CT because they used the ropes and they didn't do a good job of barricading everything. He also said that he, when he beat CT, it wasn't a cakewalk. He said that winning felt great, but not as great as when he beat CT, because no shit, yeah. he's a huge yeah. fan of the show. And he fucking beat CT yeah. after CT put himself in to get us easy skull by sending Jay home. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he said that he hopes that he's safe on the day that CT walks in because he does not want to go back into the sand against him. So I looked at it mm-hmm. and I looked at Sarah afterwards and I was like, I could not find anything where he wasn't complimentary to CT. Not even that he didn't say anything negative. He was like, yeah, uh, CT could have beat all of these people in this. By himself. So, yeah. So here's my thing with all the stuff that Jay said about CT. I did not personally take any like offense to no. it or take it negatively or anything. However, no. I'm trying to, number one, remember that these are confessionals. And number two, I find it very odd that Jay all of a sudden was just randomly very much talking about CT and this type of daily mm-hmm. and what he did in the elimination and what CT's good at with not so fast. I feel like oh, yeah. this was set up by production and, T- yeah. and CT is going to get not so fast when he comes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Absolutely. Something, something like that. Like yeah. they told him, talk about, we want you to talk about 
when you went against DT and something like this, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think they told him in that moment, but I no. think that, I think that this is some foreshadowing. Someone was feeding him something. I feel like this is some foreshadowing yeah. to what we're going to see from CT. I feel like it's going to be like a not so yeah. fast or some kind of, you know, I'm going to barricade this shit and you got to try to get into it. That being said, I hope that it's Kylan that goes against CT and not Jay. <laughs> Jay doesn't need to prove himself against CT anymore. Yeah. Not so fast against CT. Are, are we talking like who I want to see him beat or who I want to see have the best chance against him? Mm, who do you want? Both. Who do you want to see him yeah. beat? Let's do that first. I would want to see him beat Corey Lay. Like that would be a fucking a battle. battle. But I think he could do it. Who do you think stands the best chance though? Against CT in this? Mm-hmm. Emmanuel or Arasio? In like a real not so fast, not what him and Jay did. But no, but like, like a real one. Yeah, like the one him and Darrell did. Yeah. I think Arasio. Yeah, mm-hmm. Arasio. Yeah, for the endurance. Yeah. Yeah, you need the endurance. Yeah. Kylan's also like completely studied it. Not that it worked well for him, but <laughs> not <laughs> that it worked well. <laughs> but <I'm laughs> we, we lost our sound. <laughs> no, I just don't have that sound. <laughs> the way this uh, daily is going to work is there's two towers, two teams. They have 30 minutes to grab a whole bunch of junk, including chains, ropes, giant cinder blocks, cinder whatever. Blocks. And they have to block up this tower and a fence and then another fence. Yeah, it's like three entrances total, right? Because it's the front fence, the second fence, and then the door, and then they got to get upstairs. Yeah. After 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. they have to stop whatever they're doing, switch sides, and then first one to get all their team members up to the top, they went. Oh, they have to raise a flag, yeah. And then they went. I fucking love this daily. It's it was so cool good. to watch. Yeah. yeah, it was. It reminded me of old school challenge. Yes, like Absolutely. golden era challenge, like, like golden era. Yes, yeah. like twenty, yeah. like nineteen through like yeah. thirty. You know, like yeah. And it was just uh-huh. like literally yeah. kicked off right out of the gate with a freaking like tug of war over these chains. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice this the first time we watched it. I noticed it the second time. But and I, I I'm pretty sure it's Olivia, but she gets like all twisted up and they're yeah. like yanking on him and she gets dropped on yeah. her fucking ass. Like it, it was they were going. Like they were going hard. You know, I fucking love Olivia. I'm I do sorry. Yeah. I, I just gotta she's such a badass. Like if that shit happened to my face Dude last season, I there ain't no way in hell I'm coming <laughs> back. Or I'm gonna be Mariah and I'm like, mm mm, nope. I paid this much money for this. I'm not doing that. I would have seen. I would have I'm seen sorry. so fucking I just quick. thought about that that clip from Zach and his podcast. Yeah. Oh. He's, they're catching shit about that one online. I know they are. But. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway. He didn't have contacts, I'm sure, but no defense. I'm not trying to defend anyone, but just assuming this. Yeah. Anyways, I thought, and I'm going to give credit to production because from the previews, I thought it was something like wrestling on the ground, the way they previewed mm. Kylan's oh, injury. Yeah. Yeah. And then just seeing uh-huh. it was, they were pulling on the chain and it fucking whipped out and caught him like in the uh-huh. temple area. Uh-huh. Yeah. First of all, good thing it wasn't uh-huh. three inches over because that could have been really fucking bad yeah. once again. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. that was a gnarly fucking cut. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. First of all, the, oh. literally zero PPE for this daily, literally none. Yeah, he did have a helmet. 
It just went right uh, under okay, the helmet. helmet. But I mean, like, for your face, like, they had those big old, uh, what do you call them, spools? They, like, they were carrying yeah. big, heavy shit. Uh-huh. No cable spools. Like, you guys couldn't give them even just, like, the little science fucking safety goggles, like, that you get in science class mm-hmm. and shit? Like, nothing? Like, Did you see when they switched and had to break into the other team? Corey hopped up and went yeah. to go push one of those barrels, and I was like, yeah. they're gonna fucking He's hurt not. someone. Yes. Like, they're not paying attention. And not, like, just Corey, but production has to account for this. Everybody. It was chaos. Well, they were literally throwing cinder blocks behind them at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't remember who it was. I saw someone toss one. I'm like, this is not You're safe. all over 30. That is what this is. And we're like, this is a horrible <laughs> idea. Someone's going to get injured. <laughs> um, the kids are not safe. <laughs> they're coming from the back door. Protect <laughs> the children. <laughs> um, oh my god anyways uh, just to give some context basically we're not going to tell you everybody on the teams because if you want to know go watch that shit mm-hmm. um, but it's team J versus team Kylan is the best way I can yeah. kind of put or it or orange and blue yeah yeah. Um, I do want to say though before we actually get into um, talking about what ends up happening with this daily I wanted to give a shout out to Jay um, because he had a confessional uh, during when they were about to get ready to start the um, the daily. And he was he in his confessional, he was like talking about, you know, like the game, his mom and, yeah. you know, all the things that she's been through. And then he says, you know, so when I win this money, it's all going to go towards my mom. And I loved that. He said, when I win this money, because so many people get these yeah. like, what are you going to do with the money when you win thing? And they're like, yeah. well, if I win, if I win, you know. Yeah, but Jay no, was like, right. when I win this money, yeah. I'm going to take care of my moms. And so I just, I love that fucking yeah. attitude. I love, that's what I love about Jay. And I know like he takes them shit because he's a smaller guy. And like, so people don't have like that, like faith in him that they have in like the bigger people and whatnot. But man, I really, really think Jay could do it. If he could make oh, yeah. it to a, a final, I yeah. really, truly think that he could win. I'm going to die on this hill that size does not matter in the challenge. I agree. No, not at all. Look at Troy. There is no fucking hall brawl in the final. I have no. only, I've never seen a pole wrestle in a fucking final. And balls in, you can be a smaller guy and still win that. Because mm-hmm. that's all about speed and agility, not necessarily power. Yeah. And there's so much chance in literally yeah. all yeah. of Yeah. And I mean... Like you're gonna get a puzzle, but it really matters. Can you run long distances quickly? Yeah, that's all it really breaks down to. And can you mm-hmm. do puzzles? Yeah, exactly. You know, so size and does math. not matter. You know what I mean? And just it's mm-hmm. my pure opinion. Mm-hmm. It matters in a few eliminations and a few dailies. Outside yeah. of that, well, does. and then if they're swimming in the final, like that's a huge leg up for someone like Jay. You know, so like mm-hmm. that's my thing. Is it's like I just I love his attitude towards it. I love that the fact that, you know, he is the smallest guy, not the smallest, but a smaller guy in the house. Um, you know, like he doesn't let any of that shit get to him. He's like, when I win that money, because he he knows what he's there for. And I just I love to see that. So anyway, major shout out to Jay. Yeah. I think he could fucking do it. He's just oh, yeah. got to yeah. get to that final. And that's the hardest part for him, because I also think no matter what everybody else says, other people in the house also think that if he made it to a final, he would win. So, yep. absolutely. So, one thing I didn't understand was Arasio's comment about Kylan has a target on his back. Like, 
and I, it's just weird to me when they throw it. Like these. from the Emmanuel thing, I think. Like, but Horacio's the face of that. But to me, it's more or less, it's like they're foreshadowing something that isn't happening yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how they did in USA 2, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden the story just completely switched oh. and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, it was like that conversation, member in, in, um, uh, what was it, Ryder Dies, where Fessel and Mariah were sitting at that little like gay bar and they were like talking about how they'd never do each other wrong, blah, 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 blah. And then it was the very next episode that fucking all the shit blew up between yeah. Fessel and Mariah. Like, you know, so I don't know, like little stuff like that sticks yeah. out to me. I'm like, okay, so tar- so Kylan's getting targeted next. Yeah. Like, but why? Where? They've been peppering it through because I think it was Michelle last episode had mentioned where yeah. he's got Melissa's back which makes it so that they don't really know where he stands with the U.S. alliance because he is sort of gravitating towards Melissa and Big T. And any time that he's been in a position to say their names, he won't. So he's like, and understandable, but he's going against his alliance to the point where they don't really know how much they can trust him and if you yeah, can't trust somebody true. in your alliance, sometimes you got to be brave. Yeah. And then go with the majority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into that. Um, I so, couldn't resist. Anyway, no, we're, we're going to get into that later. Yeah. We're going to get into that later. Um, so <laughs> anyway, moving on with the daily. <laughs> I did. I did think it was funny that they fucking argued over these chains and based on the way the edit played out, like oh. they made a four or five second difference or so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If that. Yeah, because, yeah. well, yeah. yeah, because Orange got ahead of them pretty, you know, quickly. Um, but then like Blue ended up catching up like they were getting in through that door. They were working on that last door like at the same time, mm-hmm. um, you know, but obviously, you know. I think that's Orange where broke the, through. Yeah. the change really played the effect was mm-hmm. happening on that door in the beginning instead of Kylan trying to fucking just wrap the front door with a rope 30 times and tie a yeah. shoelace knot. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> um, he worked on that thing for like like 10 minutes. 10, 15 minutes. Of the, the way the timer played out. Yeah. I did think it was great that Jay did say like, I'm glad none of y'all went against CT. You would have been home right now. <laughs> right now yeah yeah pretty good actually going back to what you said tony like some of jay's confessionals about ct were like okay this is kind of over done by production like that Mm -hmm. but some of them were really good that one i really enjoyed i I liked it yeah i laughed audibly when it happened the Mm -hmm. same with the one at the end where he's just like yeah i swear to god the day that ct walks into the sand i want to be safe i do not want to go against him again Mm-hmm. Well, uh-huh. sure, man. Fuck, nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah. Choo-choo. Um. So anyway, uh, Orange ends up winning uh, the daily, and after some deliberation, they end up voting, and Melissa gets chosen. But when they announce the that they have chosen Melissa, Zara and James speak up in front of everybody publicly and make it very clear that they did not agree with this vote. They were just outvoted. And this is what I was talking about last yeah. week with Horacio. This is how we should have handled the situation. Yes, yeah. this is who we're sending in, but I yeah. just want to make it clear I don't agree with this vote. Yeah. Yeah. This 100%. is I got outvoted and there was nothing I could do. You know, like and Melissa's like, who voted me in? 
literally everybody who didn't say I didn't vote you in. Yeah, like who everybody. Was the first <laughs> yes. person who brought my name? What are you talking you about? You've already been nominated multiple times. Oh which, my God. which, by the way, can we just can we just get a round of applause for Mariah? Because are you kidding me? That girl, when they say ride or die, they that yep. that's her. That's I her. Talk about it, dude. She said, "I'm not going to say. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say a word." And she didn't. Not a single word. And they uh-huh. continued it on. Yeah, yeah continued was- it on later too. I was like, dude. I was so fucking impressed with that. I was like, wow, yeah. man. Like, Did Melissa really think that she could strong arm Mariah into just being like, yeah, this is how it all went down. Um, would you like a play by play? Do you want me to write it out so you can read it later? Um, <laughs> I'll break it down into sections for yeah. you. She's yeah. like, no, like, I don't understand what she no. thought was going to happen. Mariah was probably like, it, it probably didn't get it got cut out, but she was probably like, when the show's over, I'll tell you what happened, but I can't tell you right now. I'm just not going to say anything right now. She did. She did try to help Big T out, you know, and she tried to throw the trail off onto Colleen. I'm not quite sure what made her choose Colleen. I don't know. Like they kept saying that Colleen was like, yeah, in the very beginning of the episode when they were doing their foreshadowing, the first time that Colleen even came into the conversation was like when they did the montage of getting ready for the daily. And yeah. then all of a sudden it was Colleen talking. And I was like, she's yes. not like she's in the ride or die alliance. Huh? Yeah. No one is coming for Colleen. She's I think she's just the easiest one to, to pin. Yeah. To throw a vote off of like, hey, leave Big T alone. Let's just get get rid of Colleen. She's yeah. the equivalent of like a man. Well, to me in the. American yeah. Alliance because he's not American, just like Colleen's yep. not an American from the same season. Right. You know, a few of them know him yeah. for Ryder yeah. Dies, but she was the Targaryen. She yeah. was in the Targaryen group and it, it it's not the same. Yeah. You know? And that's my first reference of the year. I think I've done well holding Jeez. that back. Anyway, speaking of a man well, <laughs> um, so I thought, I thought this was no, not quite yet. Or, yeah, it was. It was huh? in the You're truck, right. and it was a different um, bar than they've been going to, which I was very happy with. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I did find this interesting, though. So Emmanuel and Kyland are sitting there, and they're talking about, you know, working together and how, you know, they're both, you know, strong in the game, whatever, and they want to try to work together and try yeah. to benefit from each other. And then it cuts to Kyland's confessional, and he's like, you know, I like Emmanuel. You know, I think this could work. I think this could be a good alliance. And then it cuts to Emmanuel, and he's like, I'm just telling him what what he wants to hear, but I'm still coming for you, buddy. I was like, that's how you play the challenge. That's how you're supposed to play. Okay, okay. And Survivor, which he's also from. Like, Uh dude, thank you so much, Emmanuel. Like, that was so perfect. I love, I love seeing stuff like that. Like, he's the low key uh villain that we all need. Mm -hmm. He's Dracula. Yeah, it goes back to what he said in the beginning of the episode in the intro where he was talking about like you came after me that's like coming after my family I'm gonna do yeah, whatever yeah. I have to do to get you out now yeah. and that's what he's gonna do and mm-hmm. like that's yeah. why Manuel's the sleeper of this season Dude. Like, nobody really wants to see him nah. in a mm-hmm. final I think nor in the elimination I think he could do really good in a final yep. I really do Agreed. I, I won't go I, I don't want to say it yet I have a prediction if it's right about Emmanuel, mm. but I'm going to save that. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I don't, um, sorry, I'm, I'm all over the You're place You're good. Right now. We got to keep it pushing. We're already at 40. I know where we're at. <laughs> um, 
So look, this is one of the reasons I love bar scenes because this whole episode came to a head as soon as a little bit of alcohol was mm-hmm. introduced mm-hmm. in a social setting and Melissa still had it in her head that Ooh. she needed to know oh. who said her name first. It's really interesting how she was really upset with all these people for making up lies and lying to her, but then she's going to go around and lie to people to see what they're going to say. So what I didn't like is that she grabbed Berna yeah. right away, knowing that Berna, like, I'm not even yes. there, and I know Berna is not in, she doesn't understand the social setting of what Melissa and the rest of the Americans no. do. Yep. And she fucking no. flipped and said something. Gave her what she wanted and Mariah's mm-hmm. like hook line and sinker. What are you doing? Yeah. And this was the part that again Mariah was like, I'm not gonna say a single word. And like This is what I was thinking yeah. of. Melissa even gets all pissed off yes. and gets up and like storms away from the table. Yeah. And like you said, Mariah had to break it down to Berna like she's lying to you. That a man well never told her anything, dude. She's lying yeah. to you. I took it a little bit differently. So I appreciated that as soon as she started interrogating Berna and Berna pushed back and then Melissa just kept pushing that she was just like, hold on. And then got Mariah to come over and just be like, look, she's not listening to me. You tell her. And then with how pissed Melissa looked when she called over Mariah, because it was almost like Melissa was like, ah, fuck, I've already dealt with Mariah. She's not going to tell me anything. I'm going to go lie to somebody else. Yeah, but exactly. She did get information out of Berna because Berna was trying to defend herself. Yeah. You know, and it, so oh, it did. led down the path, which yeah. eventually led to Raven. Yeah. And this is another reason I don't want to hear people yeah. talk about like, oh, this oh, show's Raven. boring. Like this show is literally giving you everything people loved about the early. It's giving yes, it their mother. Giving. It's giving. It's giving. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> Melissa goes and she tries to confront Raven next. And she tells Raven the same thing that she told Berna that Emmanuel had told her that it was Raven who had initially brought her name up at the you know team deliberation to, to send her in. Um, and Raven ain't having that shit. She is she gives no fucks. She has zero apology. And she's like, girl, like, I'm not going to play this game mm-hmm. with you. Like, get out of my face. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I promise you nothing. Mm-hmm. This, this is this isn't a thing. Um, <laughs> what I really liked mm-hmm. was the fact that she actually tried to take a second to explain to her as well, saying, look, yeah. like, I'm only one person. I yeah. can't sway the whole group. Yeah. yeah. And I only yeah. said what everybody else was thinking. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that Melissa couldn't take it for what it was. Mm hmm says how Melissa's processing this game more personally than in a game setting. Yes, exactly. But I'm not mad about it because it made this whole fucking scene super entertaining and outside the normal bar scene that we normally see. I just gotta say, though, like, major, major props to Raven, and I actually sent her a fucking DM about this, Yeah, but major props Uh to Raven because the pure self-control that that woman exhibited in that moment i oh my god yeah when she stood up to leave no no, just the fact that that fucking melissa threw wine in her face red fucking wine in her face 
and she did not beat the shit out of that girl right there in that club and just get sent home. Like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, the just the mm-hmm. self control. Raven's facial expressions for the rest of the the bar scene was like the viewers' facial expressions of like how it went from zero to sixty, where you have Melissa yeah. in one moment saying literally word for word, "It's hard to stay so calm." And then the next shot is her throwing her drink in Raven's face. Yeah. And then she gets in a yelling match with Raven. And then she starts crying and then says that she doesn't want there to be drama. Yeah. Well, yeah. And my thing is, is like, okay, there's never a reason, right, to throw fucking wine in somebody's face. But there was nothing in my mind that justified that much. Like, it's not like Raven said anything offhand no. to her or anything. No. She literally stood up to walk away from no. the confrontation that no. she did not want to be part of because I've already told you, dude, there was nothing I could do. Yeah. And I didn't promise make you any promises. So I don't know what you expected me. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah. Like, so the fact that Melissa went from fucking zero to 60 over Raven trying to remove herself from a situation she was uncomfortable in is very fucking disappointing. And then she wants to run around and be like, Oh, I'm not a bully. I'm not a bully girl. Yeah. But did you also notice she waited until Raven was physically like almost completely turned away from her before she threw the glass of wine. So now you're just, you're proving a point that this is a habit that you do because not two episodes you were kicking Narice in the back after the round was over. Not to mention how she behaved in the elimination against Sylvia. Yes, yes. And the fight with Kayla. Like, this is not a good look. No, it's not. So three things that I have and then I'm going to push us for. First thing, as much as I agree with everything you guys just said about Melissa, I'm still happy she's on the show because she keeps it in oh, yeah. me. Oh, yeah. So 100%. She, she earns her spot 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah. Um, second thing, um, Ed holding them back from fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I loved it. Yes. Third and lastly was Aesop had uh-huh. a moment to shine. When he got oh, wine on his shirt and he talked about it, he's like, I love this shirt. I got it from Ross, dressed <laughs> for less. I fucking love it. I was like, yes, sir. Yes. Yes. So after this, we get back to the house the next morning, and it's really just a quick scene of Big T talking to Ed. Oh, and my God. Him with Euros. Her staring Ed, like, I don't care if it was staged oh, or not. I love this. But her jumping up and oh, Ed's reaction was, was fucking gold. It was yes, so good. Yeah, it was so, so great. Fucking good. And it was a good way to kind of cap out like a really dramatic yeah. scene to bring in this humor at the end. And they yeah. play off each other very well. Oh, yeah. Big mm-hmm. T would probably be phenomenal on the circle. Just throwing oh, yeah. that out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly. Yeah. And you know what would be really phenomenal? If you guys would give us a couple moments to listen to this ad from <laughs> Spotify for podcasters. <laughs> Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking through that ad. We're back. Right. We're back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it one more time. We're back. Back. Let's go over those nominations. <laughs> Let's do it. Back again. <laughs> back. What do you, what do you guys? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So 
question about this nomination ceremony, mm-hmm. just to kick it off right out the gate. Asaf confronts Melissa about her, you know, explosion through the house of trying to confront everybody and, you know, be how angry she was at Raven. Um, what do you guys what do you guys think about Asaf throwing this out there like that at Noms? I mean, someone's got to do it. I guess he picked the short stick. You know what I mean? Like, because it feels like it's just like a rotation of who's going to bring it up this week. But mm. I, I think it's weird because Asaf likes to interject a lot of humor into situations, and it felt like he was trying to do that here, and it was like, eh, this isn't the right. Out. This isn't the right spot. That's not the right time. <laughs> yeah, nominations and humor—they have to be played right. It's 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 a talent that takes more than you know nine episodes. Yeah. I've been on. So that's very true. Yeah, I think he likes to inject humor and stir up shit in equal measure. Yes. And I think he was leaning more on the back half mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. because he knew that he wasn't getting nominated. So. <laughs> 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, you ain't going to be mean this mm-hmm. week. So. Yep. so why don't you two like each other? Right. Oh. Yeah. What's going on with you guys? <laughs> I couldn't believe that. You ruined my shirt. Oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> I'm. I like that we had continuation of Raven and Melissa going back and forth once again. Oh, yeah. Raven it was just like, like, oh my God. <laughs> still? Dude, uh, to be honest with you guys, okay, so on Ride or Dies, that was the one she did with Johnny yep. Meadowbrooks, right? Yeah. yeah. So on Ride or Dies, I, did, I was not a big fan of Raven. Not that I didn't like her. I just, the whole thing with Johnny Middlebrooks and with Marie, it just, it, just, mm-hmm. it turned me off. Um, you know, it was like episode one, I think it was, she was sitting outside all by herself crying, you know, while everybody was partying and having a good time. And, you know, it just, it just turned me off to her, but this season, like seeing her without this bullshit guy, you know, uh-huh. thing, I, I actually really like Raven. I, I liked her a lot. I agree. I honestly, I, this is so unpopular. I was not <laughs> a big fan of the trio that you just mentioned. Like, it's taken me a while to, I'm still, yeah. I yeah. don't like John. No, I'm not uh, a big yeah. fan either. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know anything about him outside of the challenge. I watched Love Island. He's just a fuck boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I get that. But I did like the fact that he tried to stir the pot right when he came into Ride or Dies in mm. Victoria. That he did. So I'll give him that, but that's all I know him about. So. Yeah, I, I think, honestly, he could probably be a pretty decent challenge player like challenger yeah i was honestly disappointed that we didn't get cinco yes oh, I think dude. We all are. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah that was that was a miss for sure mm-hmm. so i'm a little butthurt about that maybe they just know it'd be really one-sided <laughs> we gotta get cinco back on yeah. i miss yeah, i miss bullshitting with he's him. just been fucking super busy i know watching he's you know just lived it up in dude, la so i'm happy for him he's doing his thing yeah, yeah. for sure I like how Kylan, we were oh, foreshadowing this earlier, like calls out everybody for voting to just go with the flow and voting uh, instead of like not voting for someone you really want or giving well, reasons of yeah. going with the majority. And that was the thing I was like, you know, I totally see your point, Kylan, you know, and to a, to an extent, I agree. Like, yes, that would be the ideal situation mm-hmm. is for everybody to vote for who they actually yeah. want. Not to go with the majority. And yeah. if you are going with the majority, that you actually have a reason other than I'm going with the majority. Yeah. But at the same time, 
that's the, how the game is played, yeah. dude. Like, which a soft pointed out. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, and so this is this is what I, I really wanted to ask you guys, because obviously, you know, Kylan gives this speech and then we break into um, votes, you know, and Ed, Ed kicks off voting by voting Big T. Everybody follows suit, including Melissa and Kylan. And Big so, T. Here's well, everybody who's gone in has ended up voting for themselves. I was surprised Melissa did not burn on somebody else. Um, yeah, and, and, and then Kylan, having just given that speech, I was very he surprised <laughs> that he voted his girl. He voted his girl's best friend in, mm-hmm. and you could tell that Melissa was surprised as well. That look on her face when he said uh-huh. Big T, she was expecting him to also burn on somebody else. Um, so my question is. What do you guys think about Kylan? Because I know he's very new to the challenge world. We, Rick and I have a little bit more experience with him because we watched his big brother season. Um, but I'm curious, like, what, what are you guys thinking about Kyle or about Kylan? I don't know how I feel about him in all honesty. Like, I, I don't know yet. I feel like I should know how I feel about him by now. <laughs> but I don't know. He's still floating around there for me. Yeah. I. I appreciate that he takes a very analytical approach and he watches previous seasons like mm-hmm. Rick will appreciate this like game tape and he knows <laughs> what he's looking for and he knows in theory how to play this game. Right. And like he hangs out with Josh and Fessel and like he he has enough experience and he has enough exposure to understand how the game works. Mm-hmm. And he has great ideas. I agree with what he's saying of you should play. Basically, it's just an, yet another way of saying you should play for the game you're in, not seasons down the road. But right. to then turn around and just vote with the majority without giving a reason, he understands it, but he needs to commit to it. Sort of practice what you preach. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is going to sound <laughs> weird. But if he were to take a page out of Corey Lay's book where he knows how to do the thing, it might be unpopular, but he's going to do it and then figure out how to navigate the repercussions after. Right. And I think that Kylan will do better on the show once he's still analytical, but to a lesser extent. Right now, he overanalyzes and then gets stuck. At least that's my perception. But okay. I like having yeah. him on the show. Yeah. I like what he brings to the show. Um, here's my thing is I'm kind of on the same side with Katie. I'm, I'm giving him some time. Yeah. Um, because oh, I want to, I want to see his back against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Where he has to bring out a different side of Kylan. Yeah. Not the yeah. nice, let's play my part and just try to slide by. Yeah. I like, I want to yeah, see. Yeah, maybe that's what it is for me. I need to see someone push him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm missing. Like, I need a Corey, uh, Corey Wharton in there to, to push yes. him, not only physically, yeah. but... I think he's yeah. just comfortable or something. Because yeah. here's, here's my thing with Kylan, and, and we've talked about this when, you know, he after he was on Big Brother and we started podcasts and everything, and then the couple of times we've seen him on, like, you know, USA and, and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, Kylan typically has the what we call the Goku mentality, right? Where he wants to go against yeah. the best so he can be feel like he beat he is the best because he beat the best, right? The mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. bullshit that TJ selling with the mercenaries. Um yeah. and so for him to give like and this is obviously just one example, but I feel like we've had multiple situations like this with Kylan throughout the season is like 
I just don't feel like he's playing like that right now. I don't know if he's if he's nervous. I don't know if he's comfortable. I can't really tell what side of that coin he sits on. But again, I I, I want like you guys said, I want to see how he reacts when he's put under pressure. Yeah. And when he has to make a decision yeah. and not just a decision of, you know, do I vote my my challenge girlfriend's best friend in, but like a real decision, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when everybody throws Melissa in and he's got nobody yes. else to fall back on, you know, or I just yes. or when he's under the gun and he's the target, um, which maybe mm-hmm. we'll be seeing soon. I don't know. But I like Kyland. I just I don't know what he's doing right now. Yeah. 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 It's like I give him credit for pulling the big game move last week of throwing yeah. Manuel in. Like I yeah, give sure. him credit for that. Like mm-hmm. he seems to be playing the game. It's just I don't know. I hate saying it this way, but it's almost like it's too PC. It's too nice. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I need some pizzazz. Yeah. yeah, I agree. There I needs agree. to be some sizzle on that stage. <laughs> yeah, just be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what it comes down to is like he can't find his archetype because. Horacio's the nice guy who can yeah. still get shit done. So mm-hmm. you've then got Kyland, who is also the nice guy, and it shows because he and Horacio are good friends in the house. But he doesn't have that same, I guess, experience where Horacio had his back against the wall for the whole season. And right. so he knows that as much as he's the nice guy, there's still shit that he has to do that he's not going to like that he needs to do. But Kylan, like you said, Rick, hasn't quite been put in that situation yet where he's really had to just like hunker down and go. I almost feel like he needs the Chris Underwood yeah. experience where he's at the bottom and he just has to fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. That's a really good point, too, because even yeah. in like um, what? Because he was on USA one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So, and, and when he was on USA one, the only real like move he had to make, the only time he was ever really in power was when he threw Xavier down, which was a total revenge thing from Big yeah. Brother. So yeah. it wasn't even like making a game move. It was a revenge move. A hundred percent. You know, so it's like we've never really had seen him have to make a move, make a decision. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, anyway, that's, I think we're all kind of sitting in the same spot on that. Um, I'm going to give him the rest of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We'll, yeah. We'll go from there. Yeah. I mean, that's all I can, I think any of us can really do. But yeah, so we, we end noms with another unanimous vote. Um, this, this one is obviously for big T and so, uh, yeah, so we've got Melissa and big T down I, in the draw. No lie. I would actually rather have seen Melissa and Big T go against each other. Right. Than what we Uh got. But with that being said, we get into the eliminations. And can I just say this off top? Why do we have to rename pole wrestle to match? (laughs) Because it's rainy. And like, did they literally (laughs) do that right on the spot because it was raining? I mean, I hope so. I hope they didn't really workshop that idea and then be like, yeah, this is the winner. Yeah. Like, what? They could have at least said like pole and thunder. You know what I mean? <laughs> so weird. I was like, I, I literally, as soon as I knew it was pole wrestle, I wrote pole wrestle as the title of the limb. And then he starts talking about pole. And I had to turn to Rick. I was like, what was it? And Riders like, in the Why didn't they just call it pole chaos? Yeah. <laughs> chaos pole. <laughs> Chaotic polling. <laughs> 
Yeah, something. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that's a different show. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's pouring rain. Um, and it's a big deal because we never have seen it rain during elimination <laughs> or a daily. Never. 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 <laughs> this is the first time ever. The outfits tonight, though. Right? Even I caught this. The outfits, dude. Like Mariah's outfit. Like, like she was mm-hmm. in a, a Leah fucking video from the 90s. <laughs> She, she really did. did. She really did. Lady, you had a Manuel and his cut off jeans and his little half t shirt. Like, I fucking love that man. He looked like he was on Friday Night Lights and shit. I fucking love him. I love it. <laughs> what was it? Uh, I did like, you know, how nobody was like, oh, who is that? Who? They're like, oh, fuck, it's Casey. Uh huh. Oh, yes. Yes. She did. She got yeah. she got a really good um response. Yeah, a really good response, a really good reception uh-huh. into the arena. Um and you know what? I, I like Casey. And I'm gonna so just I'm gonna just put yeah. that on I the record. I know she takes a lot of shit and a lot of fans don't like her and they say she's boring and they call her furniture and whatever else. You know what? That's fine. That's fine. You know, her. yeah. However, however you want to feel about her, that's fine. But me personally, man, mm-hmm. I'm fucking here for Casey. I like her and I think she's mm-hmm. hella funny. It doesn't get shown a lot on the show. Like in her edit, and especially if she's on a yeah. season with Nani, it's so fucking centrally focused around that. But if if like if you watch her, you know, on Instagram or TikTok, whatever you see her in real life, or even just the little bit that we really got to see of her being authentic and 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 mm-hmm. having to fight a little mm-hmm. bit on Worlds when she was partnered with Troy, and she's funny yeah. and yeah. she's goofy. She's I love her. She seems like such a good person too. Yeah. Like all of her. Her confessionals or interviews, she always has something nice to say or something positive to say. Like, I just loved her reaction yeah. with Big T too, like, and what she said after, which we will get to. But I loved Ed's reaction when she when she walked in, and Ed was like, "Oh, she's gonna fuck somebody <laughs> up." Well, and that's what I was gonna say. It's like people can call her furniture, but she ain't fucking furniture in that elimination ring. No. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see her down there, and mm-hmm. that includes some of the best, like. Like a fucking Carmaria mm-hmm. or a Laurel, like she's a fucking beast. Now, do I think she would beat every single one of them? No, no, Not I'm sure time. she would lose them. Yeah, right. But yeah, you know, but she's a fucking beast, and she is a force to be reckoned with on the women's mm-hmm. side. There's she no, truly is. You all just like absolutely stole my thunder. I had written the whole Sorry. thing, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Everybody shits on Casey, and I really fucking <laughs> like Casey. <laughs> This, here's what I wrote, Karina. I'm just going to go on the record right off the top, pretty much verbatim what you said. I fucking love Casey, and I don't get the hate. She's fucking funny, and she's super sarcastic and super dry, which I absolutely love, and we don't get to see a lot. So there's what you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then with Rick, like, she is not a layup in any no. sense of the word. Like. She's a badass, and I, I like, I don't understand if it's a carryover for Big Brother, and I just don't have a frame of reference or like what the situation is. But at Biodomer on Instagram, it's been a while <laughs> since I've said it, but I am fucking here for Casey, and I'm gonna root for Casey every time that she comes out, and so is Sarah. Like, apparently, we are the pro Casey podcast because we've all just independently come in and been like, oh. "Look, Casey's fucking uh-huh. awesome." 
let's be honest with as many fucking hosts as we have we should be pro everyone at this point you know Here. you know what i wasn't pro though <laughs> oh yeah i had a problem shit. i had a i had a Uh-oh. fucking problem yeah I guess. so tj brings casey out right yeah. And he introduces Melissa Big T, you know, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. They, and then uh, he starts, yeah. Each other, yeah. And then he starts introducing Casey to the rest of the cast and starts reading off her finals stats. And Melissa fucking interrupts TJ to be like, "I was there with her." It's just such a look at me Girl, fucking attitude. I can't stand that it's shit. So pick me. And I was like, "Are you fucking serious? Like, dude, let him, let her have her moment, dude. Like." He's reading uh-huh. like that was just to me that was so disrespectful. Like, be quiet, okay? Just be quiet mm-hmm. because TJ is talking. Yeah, TJ is talking. God, yeah, it. yeah, the king is talking. You and, be quiet. And I like Melissa. And I do too. I, I do too. Stand this moment. I was. I hated I, it. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of the pick me shit. Like, it was just disrespectful to yeah. Casey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, let her have her moment. Let her get her stats read. Like, she's there because she has the stats to be called a mercenary, to be a champ. And yeah. yeah, you may have run a final with her, but you, and I know you didn't finish it for certain reasons, but you didn't even finish that final. And it's not your fucking moment. Yeah. All right. So I'm mm-hmm. going to move us past this yeah. point because I want to get to the yes. main debate that's been happening that I've seen Let's online about this. Because I'm ready. Which is, first of all, when they announced it's a pole wrestle and we know it's Casey versus Big T. Mm-hmm. Does anyone think Big T has a chance? No. 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 Exactly, right? So No disrespect to Big T, but Casey is a beast. Did Casey take it easy and give Big T round two? I I truly feel that way. I do. I just here's my thing. So here's my issue. (laughs) And not to say that Big T did not do good because she did. She fought her little heart out and she did a hell of a lot better against Casey. Even in round one and round three, where I feel like Casey was really giving it everything she had, but Casey was conserving her energy for that last round. Yes. The fact that she took the pull from Big T so easily in round one and then again so easily in round three, but struggled for so long in round two, like it just. I don't know. It just, and I'm not saying like she gave it to her. I just oh, don't no, no, think. No. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think Casey was giving that round everything she had. And she was okay with Big T yeah. winning one round if it ended up happening. My take was that round one, mm-hmm. they, she was testing the waters to see like what Big T had to give. Round two, she was letting Big T tire herself out. Because she knew that either Big T's going to tire herself out and she's going to be able to get the pull from her or she's going to need to have her like full burst of energy in round three. Big T gets the pull and then she's like, cool, round three, we're getting this done. And she does. So I, I'm with you. Like, I don't necessarily say it would I wouldn't necessarily say that she gave Big T round two. I would say that her technique or her her strategy for round two was let big T tire herself out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think that's probably a better way to word it than to say like that Casey gave her round two or, you know, but I just, it's just hard for me to believe that like round one and three, you're totally fucking fine. But round two, you're not like, 
it would be different if in round three, she was still kind of mm-hmm. tired. Then I'd be like, all right, you know, she got worn out from round one. I, I totally get yeah. it. But there was no exhaustion yeah. in Casey whatsoever. You know what I mean? And so, and also mm-hmm. they're, they're close friends, you know, like I yeah. think that Casey is one of those where she's not going to throw you something. She's not going to throw it to you yeah. or quit or something like that. Like she's there to win regardless if you're her best friend or not. But it's also not going to hurt me to give you, not give yeah. you a round, but to give no. you an opportunity to win a round so that I'm not here just fucking humiliating my best friend on TV, you know? Kind so, of like her and Nani. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. Now you can talk. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I patiently wait. You I did. Mind. You did. Thank you. I don't disagree with anything any of you guys just said. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at it from a different perspective, which is Casey understands that competitively is where she shines and she's there to mm-hmm. to deliver a performance. She knows it's a TV show and she's trying to build drama amongst mm. her part as much yeah. as she can. That's fair too. Which is first round, make it take a little bit longer, take that second round, tire mm-hmm. her out, just like Tony said, and you guys all agree mm-hmm. and let her win that to make it a one, one with one final round. There's a buildup. Yeah. Take it. Done. Yeah. And and you're right, because that is a lot more fun. Like if you're very conscious of the fact that you're making a TV show, that's a lot more fun to watch than to watch somebody just yeah. come in, yank that pole out round yeah. two, yank that pole out done. You know what I mean? And, like, and that's why I say, yes, she did give Big T the win in yeah. round two that's to true. create the drama. Did Big T put up more of a fight than anyone thought? Probably even yes. Casey thought, yeah. Yes, and if it's against Melissa, I have a real strong suspicion that Big T mm-hmm. wins this. She might have won it, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No offense to Melissa, but I think Big T's just stronger and more well-built yeah. for this competition. Someone that is as petite, is that the correct word to use in this yeah. situation, yeah. as Melissa is, mm-hmm. doesn't translate well to yeah. pole wrestle. Right. Nor nor does going against Big T in particular. I think that Melissa would possibly hold back against Big T because she perceives herself as stronger than Big T and wouldn't want to hurt yeah. her. Whereas I think that Big T going against Melissa would give it her all because she knows what Melissa can bring. So I think that, I think that those differing techniques would result in, in big T winning. And Melissa probably wouldn't play dirty against her best friend. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. She definitely isn't playing in that like she did against Sylvia. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So obviously Casey wins the, the group Mm -hmm. loses another $10,000 and big T is eliminated. And this might be my line of the night. It is my my line of the night. Yeah. So, which is, she goes, we're going to end up going, we're going to end up going. How do you read it? It's literally in front of your face. You're reading it. I was thinking about going broke when she said, I was like, yeah, you are going to owe money. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're going to end up (laughs) owing money. Yeah, she says we're gonna end up owing money. <laughs> that is, that's perfect. the line yeah. of the night. Yeah, yeah, line of the show. night for sure. I I am curious though, mainly because it's been so difficult for me to pick one. Who's your guys' MVP this episode? I literally have been trying to figure that out. Right since I watched it, I don't know. I gave MVP to Big T 
honorable mention to Mariah for gaming mm. in the oh. house. Um, and then Asaf and Jay, homework official <laughs> as the confessional kings. You know what? I actually, um, since I can't really give it to somebody based off like the, because you can't give it to somebody based off the daily because mm-hmm. it was like a team thing. It was yeah. like, you know, nobody really stood out above the others on the teams for me. Um, but I will, I will give my female on my, my female MVP to Mariah because of how she played that whole, that whole yeah. section. And then I am going to give my honorable mention for the women to uh, Raven for yeah. that impeccable showing of self-control. <laughs> MVP to Mariah, honorable mention to Big T for putting up the fight yeah. she did. There you go. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and slash slash Big T. So I definitely want to yeah. give her some props. Um, I I don't know. I'm 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 not as big of a fan of big T as like everybody else seems to be. It's not that I don't like her. I just, I, I don't like the, it, it's not, it's the same issue I have with Melissa, right? It's the, yes. you betrayed me, you backstabbed yes. me, wham, wham, wham. It's like, yeah. that's what this game is. And that, yes. it bugs me. But like, as a person, dude, she's, she's so awesome. And she's fun on the show. She has great confessionals and mm-hmm. her social game is fucking awesome. Normally um, this mm-hmm. season, not so much. Um, but I, I was glad to see her come back, but I'm also not sad that she's leaving. I don't know. hundred percent. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, here's my thing is like, I know a lot of people really love big T and I don't fault them for that. She's very entertaining, Yeah. but like entertaining only carries the show so far. Yeah. Like at a certain point, I want to see a, a good athlete that's competent in like yeah. endurance events and the things I'm not yes. competent in. Um, yeah. So, but with that being said, I enjoy her. I would love to see her mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. Um, and do more face. seasons. And from what it sounds like, she enjoys doing the challenge once mm-hmm. again and wants to come back. So yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. I think that I like her more every season that I see her, and because she mm-hmm. trains, she knows what she's not great at, and she mm-hmm. works at it. And like, she, like she said. Casey is the one who taught her how to pull wrestle, which mm-hmm. means that outside of the game, she's trying to figure out some of yeah. the eliminations that will likely come out and how to win them. And no matter what people say about the two eliminations that she had, that she won, mm-hmm. she won them. They weren't mm-hmm. physical. They weren't head to head, but she won two eliminations and that's nothing to shake your head at. Like Casey said at the end, like she said that she could see her winning at some point. And TJ said that he hopes to see her win Mm -hmm. at some point. I do too. Like I can see it happening. I don't see it happening for 40, but like Mm -hmm. I, if she keeps coming back and keeps improving the way that she plays, I could see a final win from her. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I don't. Yeah, I I don't like, see I don't ever be, winning, but like it, you're going to tell me she's going to beat Tori mm-hmm. Casey, um, you know, multiple Olivia Nerese. You know. Like I just don't see it. It depends who's there, right? If she's partnered with CT, maybe I or he, Jordan. I I just have this feeling that Big T is going to be like the next like Katie. Nani Anissa, where like she she might get all the way to the end, but. You know, or she might make it to the final coming second mm-hmm. or whatever, but it's just going to be really difficult for her to finish yeah. that final. Now, that's I'm not saying that I can't ever see it happening, but I just it's not something I personally would bet on. 
Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not like dropping money on it, but yeah. No. Anyway, really quick, going back to what I was going to say about the, you know, the Casey, the big T thing and, you know, big T's eliminations. It's it's the same thing with Casey's win. You you can't take it mm-hmm. away from her because of how the game was set up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not her fault that, you know, even though she came in last place, she was able to pick her partner. Mm-hmm. first. That's how the game was set up. She played the game. She played it to the best of her ability. She picked the best hand she yep. could. And she fucking won. You can't take it from her. And just like with Big T, you can't hold against her what eliminations she was put into right. and what she what the production chose for her to perform in. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I, I just wanted to throw that out because I also have been saying a lot of crap about, you know, oh, Casey's not even a real champ. She only won because she was with DT and she got lucky and all this if and that and that. And, it, and it's like none of that shit matters. She won. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, one final thing I want to bring up, and I want your guys' opinion. We don't have much time. Yeah. We need to close it out, but I do want to ask this question. I saw on social media after the elimination that Big T had put out a thing on Instagram saying that after the elimination, you know, how much she loved Casey, and Casey actually shared 5,000 of the 10,000 she won. She split her money with her, yeah. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? There's not a rule against it. I don't necessarily, I think that there should be. Um, sort of like in in Survivor, you, you can't share the winnings. Yeah. I understand the idea behind it. She planned on she wanted to take somebody out for Big T and instead took out Big T. I don't like it, but it's not my money. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it, and I definitely think there should be a rule against it. It that's and honestly, like this again feels very pick me. Yeah. Like, why did Big T even say that online? Uh-huh. Why'd she even out Casey for that online? Don't keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. Just keep that between you guys, yeah. man. Like the fans didn't need to know that and it doesn't look good on you. It doesn't look good on Casey. Like it's again, it it's like, like she's buying a fucking she's favor buying for a future season and I fucking hate it. That's exactly what yeah, it is. And then, but then it, you also like play it back to her like, and I don't know if it was production or if they came up with it, but the little thing with between her and Ed where she was like, I'm bribing you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't well, like it. Well, was that actually a joke or was that a, there's a little truth behind every just kidding. Yeah, I mean. That's not cute. And look, like there's been people that have thrown eliminations to help somebody out. Like mm-hmm. Mark with Bananas. With bananas. But yeah. the fact that the that it's well known that money's being traded taints the reputation and the honesty of the competition yeah. and I don't fucking Mm-mm. like. Yeah. And that's my closing thoughts on this. I agree. Hundred percent. I've mind. I've mind. I've mind all. Mm-hmm. I've mind all the way around. Fucking group high five. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it was delayed because I had to travel. It was like a wave. Travel. It was like yeah. a wave. Yeah. Of high five. Just like well, our you know what? I think. <laughs> yeah. I think we fucking did good, and yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna call it. Yeah. No. Nah, this yeah. honestly, um, this episode, I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the last one. Yeah. But I think it was still a, a decent episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what uh, mercenary we have coming next week. Yes. That's going to be very interesting. Um, and I'm also curious to see if TJ uh, throws this, like, switches things up a little bit because he keeps, like, dropping these little hints of, like, yeah. you know, oh, is it a girl's day or is it not? You don't know who you're voting for, so make sure you win. So I feel like eventually he's going to be like, Haha, it's another girl's day or, yeah. like, you know, do one back to back. It's another yeah. guy's day back to back. Or maybe it is a double and it's a guy's and girl's day. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah that too could be. We don't know. Since you said that, this is what I think, and then I'm closing this out. All right. The, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think because we've seen people beat a mercenary, mm-hmm. and I don't think, I, I mean, odds are we're not going to get a clean sweep all the way across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to have to have either purges or some type of double mm-hmm. type of elimination. Oh, to knock some yeah. people out. Yeah. Exactly. To maintain their Ooh, schedule. Give me a purge. I love a good purge. That's so, a good point. With that, we're going to purge the rest of this episode. And for myself, <laughs> Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony Stats and Info Lance and Katie, she's got bad blood for her. <laughs> Yay, you did it. Twice in a row. That's we want to thank y'all Woo. for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you get a chance uh, on IG, go send Josh some messages. He just had surgery. Yeah. He's doing well, yeah. though, and send him some love. But for all of us here at the Challenge Panda Podcast, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. If you get a chance, rate us five stars. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And that's a wrap. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.